The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Three oh six on the six thirty chat afternoon news. It's Jayla Nye, Andrew Gross. Three thirty five. We have a great story, just a beauty of a story mm-hmm. uh, from out in Spruce uh, Spruce Grove. We'll get to that uh, coming up. You don't want to miss that. So a couple of things we had been talking the last half hour about kids and parenting and that kind of thing, and uh, you know, and viral. You know, when you put something up on uh, social media, we're hoping it will go viral. And we all judge that, right? So here's one. I just well, want to... I, sorry, just sorry to interrupt yeah, no, here, but okay. I think over the past twenty years, where maybe previous to that, judging other parents was something that you did in the privacy of your <laughs> true. home. That's true. And now judging parents and parenting styles and techniques is something that's done every single day by people who feel that they just have the right to do it, number one, but yeah. um, it's made easier because people put their parenting out there to, to be judged. Absolutely. Well, in fact, why limit it to parenting? I mean... It's everything. Right. If people have an opinion on everything now, even when they don't have an opinion, uh, aside from the story I want to tell you about, uh, I tweeted something uh, a week ago, and it's just really funny. Um, it was a, my comment on... It was a joke, as most of my Twitter things are. And somebody tweeted back, uh, I don't care. I was like, okay, well, why would you take the time to... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, if, so I have no opinion whatsoever, but I must let as many people know as possible that Get I don't care Get off my Twitter this. feed. Exactly. So the reason I bring it up is because sometimes uh, going viral is a great thing. So listen to this story. It's just a feel-good story. There's a Waffle House waitress in <laughs> Lamarque, Texas... Um, who had a customer, a 78-year-old man, came in. He'd just been released from hospital recently. He was quite weak in his hands, not sure what he was in hospital for, and he ordered breakfast. Um, She saw that he was struggling with the breakfast to cut the ham, so she cut the ham for him. Uh, As I say, she's, uh, what, an 18-year-old... Yeah, she's a waitress, 18-year-old. Her name is uh, Ivani Williams. Well, somebody in the restaurant filmed it, so... You know, out comes the waitress. Yeah, I'll cut that for you. Neither of them thought it was a big deal. Yeah. You know, she cuts it, he thanks her, and it's done. But the video goes up on Facebook. The mayor of uh, La Marquis, Texas, sees it, looks into it, determines that it's all true and not staged, and declares March 8th, Ivani Williams Day. Just sort of one of those, you know, like key to the city kind of moments where, hey, here's a citizen of our fine city that did something nice. Well... As a result of doing that, the president of Texas Southern University saw the story, found out that the reason Ivani works at the Waffle House is because she's been waiting tables to save up to go to his college. (laughs) So he offered her a $16,000 scholarship. And a spokeswoman for the university says Ivani showed the type of character they wish all students had. Um, Ivani says she's planning to study business administration, hopes to own her own restaurant or salon someday. So there you go. Sometimes viral is good. Viral is good, but it it also speaks more to um, the the importance of 
of simple gestures and being kind to yep. people. Because I think oftentimes we think we have to make these grandiose gestures. Right. It has to be some huge showing of something. When no, in fact, you know what? Maybe, yeah, the guy has trouble cutting the ham or the so bacon just, or whatever exactly. it is. And it's just absolutely plain and simple. Which, you know, will relate, and that's to, beautiful. Our, it will relate to our 335 guest absolutely. when we get to that story. Because sometimes doing something simple and kind has the effect of, a, a, you know, gathering moss as it goes uh, downhill. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, great story, but we'll get to that at 335. Kind little gestures are always always fun, and, and we've I know we've talked about yeah. this in the past. Those, and maybe we'll do another show coming up uh, again, maybe a Feel Good Friday show, oh, a Feel Good a Friday idea. show, and you know, what you've seen, what you've done, what has been done for you. And, and, and what I like about the story that you just told as well is that the two people involved didn't do anything with it. It wasn't done to get any attention no, or any attraction. She was shocked when the yeah. mayor reached out to her. She didn't even know how the mayor knew that mm-hmm. she had done that. It's 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 doing things. There's a there's a quote, and I can't remember it off the top of my head, but it's about about um, about doing things when when it's, no one else is watching. Yeah, it's amazing how much you can accomplish when you don't care who gets credit. Is one that one I, of them, but there's yeah, a different one. Yeah. yeah, but the same idea, right? You just. Yep. Just go and do it because you're you're a good person. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what's prevented me from doing it all these years. So here's another just odd <laughs> one for you. Someone will have to cut your name sooner <laughs> Someday, or later. Someday, and I'm assuming and hoping that'll be Carol. Uh, this is just an odd one because of a conversation I had with my son. I was talking to my older son over the weekend about some other matters, and uh, he said, I asked him what he was doing. He said, oh, I'm playing a game with Hunter, uh, my other son. So they're playing online some game, and I'm like, oh, okay, which explains why Hunter hasn't come out of his room all For day. For hours, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's fine. I mean, he gets good grades at school. Everything seems cool. So, you know, and my son, Dave, uh, is a part owner in a furniture store. He's doing quite well. So everything's fine. And I think it's great that the two generations of kids play with each other, even if it's online. That's great. So then uh, he suggests I get this game. He's like, well, you know what? You should download the game, and then the three of us could play, right? And I was like, okay, well, what's it called? So he tells me the game is called Fortnite. Mm-hmm. So later on that night or yesterday, I asked uh, Hunter, well, what's this game you guys are playing, Fortnite? And Hunter was like, don't don't play it. Like, he almost seemed like he was warning me, don't play it. Because you're going to get sucked in. Because you're going to in. get sucked into this, right? And I was like, well, what is it? And he said, oh, it's just a, sort of a Hunger Games kind of dealy. Uh, it's an online game. You play with other people. You kill monsters, whatever, right? So I I forgot all about it and thought nothing of it. And then this morning, I see this article. uh, Video game Fortnite has become a bizarre obsession for teen boys. And and in hindsight, and now my older son is not a teen boy, but in hindsight, last night at around 2 a.m., I texted Dave down in Calgary to say, I know you're asleep right now, because he has to be at work at 7. I go, I know you're asleep right now, but when you wake up, could you tell me? And I had a question for him. He texted right back saying, no, I'm awake. <laughs> so I phoned him, why are you awake at 2 in the morning? He's a new parent. His wife's out of town right now on business. Um, he's like, I'm playing Fortnite with with Hunter. I'm like, you're telling me Hunter's awake? And upstairs I go, and yeah, he's upstairs. Apparently this game is so addictive. I'm not sure if I'm warning you or I'm just telling you, but... This this article from the... It was in the New York Post this morning talking about parents and, and finding out how much time their kids have been on this game and implement yeah. the things that they are doing to implement some rules around it because they just said their kids, like, they, like they've never seen before, get, get sucked into it. Yeah, now, you know, there's been conversations over the years of 
course, you've read other articles about how much time kids are spending online, but apparently this is like the crack cocaine of video games. For whatever reason, once you get into it, it's hard to get out of it. There was all kinds of uh, um, stories about kids downloading it onto mobile devices mm-hmm. so they could play while in class and at school and at work. Or late um, at night when their parents don't think exactly. they're on the home community. Uh, that apparently just once you get into it, it's really hard to get out of it. It's free, I think, to play initially, but then you can buy, you know, uniforms and weapons and upgrades and whatever. So it can also become a very costly game as well. Uh, But I just find it interesting sometimes when life comes knocking on your front door, right? Yeah, right out of the headlines. Exactly, where that just happened to be the game that they mentioned. And I'm curious to know, and I'm always curious to know, and we go back to the whole parenting thing because, you know, um, the youngest loved his video games when Mm. he was at the house, and I couldn't understand it. It drove me nuts. And uh, gamers, don't get mad at me. I just, it's your thing, you know, go for it. But to me, it was... In my mind, I couldn't understand the benefit or the enjoyment. But again, it, people enjoy things differently. Absolutely, I've got to that point um, now, and like anything, I love to read. Yes. So, and other people might not like to sit there for hours and read. Anything that becomes an obsession, I would think, is not healthy. That's right. right? And that's where I was getting to. When yeah. when when the kids are playing it for hours on end, or I'm being woken up at three o'clock in the morning because I can hear them talking to somebody on headsets. Mm-hmm. I don't know where. I'm like, dude, you just have no idea how long you've been sitting here for, and how loud you are, and how involved you are in yeah. this game. And that's just so, it. Like, what, and what do you do at that point? Because I, at that point, he was 21, 22 years old. Exactly. My but problem. it's my house. Exactly my problem. So, uh, Or not my problem, but my challenge. Because right now, if they want to play a game, play a game. And like I say, I think it's great that my two sons from two different moms are Absolutely. doing something together. right? So I think that's fabulous. If it starts to affect Hunter's uh, work at mm-hmm. university, then... I don't know how yeah. you tell a 21-year-old kid that he's got to stop playing video well, games. How do you tell a, how old's Dave? Well, Dave's in his 30s. He's Dave's like 30-year-old new yeah. father. Who was, was was the kid in bed? Yeah, like he said, well, what he told me was that uh, little Wyatt there is uh, teething, so he's up fussy, constantly, yeah. right? So he said, so he's up with them soothing him, and he's playing the game at the same yeah. time. So he's like, I'm up anyway, so it's no big deal. And Hunter's up, and so we're playing the game. And like, uh, okay. But it's just weird with all the games that are out there that this is the one that people are writing, people are focused on Uh right now saying, just keep an eye on this game. It's very, very addictive. Uh, Adam from Otwell says a lot of gamers play games solely to step out of their own reality. And then that's what becomes addicting. Hmm. Someone else says waste of time. Another one says, uh, went down that road with my nephew, some war game, never got sworn at and yelled at by uh, the other players in that game. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, waste of time. For you, it's a waste of time. For others, it's not. Well, no, it's, yeah, exactly. Because, like I said, some people might think doing yoga is a waste of time. Again, but it's when it becomes addictive and is having impact the rest of your life. And listen, I'm in a bit of a glass house here because most nights when I get home from this job, I play uh, a video game for about uh, an hour. So I typically come home and I play one mission or level or I replay one or whatever. I, the game I play is uh, called Hitman, and I just yeah. really enjoy it. Yeah, you've talked about that Yeah, yeah, and so I play it for an hour, just I turn it off. escape from reality yeah, again. it's just fun. See, and typically, it's not about the violence for me or anything. It is a game in which you mm-hmm. kill people. Um, 
but I understand it's a game, obviously. But for me, it's like trying to do it efficiently or, you know, without anyone noticing or doing it in less time than I did at the time before or finding a new way to accomplish the mission that even the gamers yeah. hadn't thought of or whatever. So it's just stupid entertainment. The When the oldest one comes home, the two of them always end up downstairs and but go back to some old car racing game that they played years ago he, together. Yeah. And it's funny to watch the two of them. They'll sit down there right in front of the couch and get they're zoned right in. They get sucked right back into it. Well, some of those games, and that's the thing. The reason I played just this one game and no other game is because I can't keep up with yeah. these games. And I can't, I, I've, I've lost the dexterity or the mental power or whatever. Uh, I mean, my favorite game going over the history of video games was like uh, NHL Hockey 92 or 94. Frogger. Yeah, or Frogger <laughs> is a good one. It's something that was, you know, quite simple. And, and yeah, I would play it for quite some time. I couldn't afford yeah. to do much else. But um, but these games are so complicated now. And I know I told Hunter one time, hey, uh, download the new hockey game. I'll play hockey with you, right? And I thought it would be like push this button to pass and this button to shoot. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, no, there's 15 different passes and... I, I can't memorize all of that. A <laughs> couple of people t- wondering what uh, what game it is that we're talking about that that's spurred this conversation. It's called Fortnite, Fortnite. Battle Royale. Royal, Royal, well, well, Jeepers. Well, Fort- Royale. Fortnite there's, is the original, and then there's and the, the expansion pack is the yeah. Battle Royale. So yeah. Fortnite it is. And that quote that I was looking for, integrity is doing the right thing even when no one is watching. There you go. Thanks, Zizi. This text came in at 6.30, 6.30, and we're like, hey, this is from Eldano. You guys are showing your age. Gaming is a massive part of some people's lives. It's still a social thing, too. I see so uh, so many adults glued to their phone and TV, so what does that, What makes it any different? Hey, as we said, we weren't judging you. Nope. If you. If you like gaming, or if you like reading, or if you like having a drink, or sure. smoking some weed, as someone said, or doing yoga... Whatever blows your skirt up, mm-hmm. the concern we said is when it becomes addictive, yep. when it becomes obsessive, when it, and when it's it impacting on right. the rest of your life. Yeah, I had actually texted back to say, well, I'm not responsible for all adults, just my kids. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's showing my age. And, and again, no judgment, but I like to keep an eye on what my kids are doing. And even when they're in their 30s, they're still my kids. And so I keep mm-hmm. an eye on what's happening. It is kind of... um liberating though once the kids move out and then you don't have to pay attention to what they're doing you still kind of do though well no actually you kind you wonder Mm. but if they've moved out and they have their own place you don't know necessarily what they're doing and i think that's a good thing after a while because it becomes a a a point in in parenting and i think in in being an adult that your parents don't need to know everything and um, you don't need to know everything that your kids are doing yeah that's fair yeah, I, I don't yeah, because know because you don't want to. Well, you don't want to know. Well, it's a, it definitely is on a need to know basis. I do find this though, um, that when I go to visit my kids who don't live with me, um, I find myself sort of taking a quick inventory though. <laughs> uh, you know, like uh, say you go down to visit one of the kids and they're putting together. Uh, they're doing a roast dinner and they're uh-huh. you know they're proud of the fact that hey we're doing all the cooking and you know and then you realize well, that's a sort of a small roasting pan you have or, or you know what I mean or have you ever thought about getting an electric knife you just find yourself going well here let me just get this for you you know yeah, just and you gotta stop doing that because didn't I know. You, your parents do that to you and it drove you nuts yeah well yes and no my dad will come to the house. He's like, oh, your floor's getting all scratched up. Well, I'm that like, yeah. I don't like. I'm like, I got four dogs. Mm-hmm. Or I had four dogs. Yeah. Oh, you know, you need to uh, maybe paint this. Well, then paint it. 
Go ahead. Have at her. Well, there's sort of a difference. Like, my dad phoned me one day, and uh, this is many years ago. Uh, he phoned me one day and said, Andrew, uh, I was watching television. And there's a fellow on TV called Mike Ballard. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I know Mike. And he goes, yeah. He says, he seems to be doing well, hey? And I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah, you know what you should do is get a television show. I was like, thanks, Dad. I hadn't, uh, that had not <laughs> crossed my and mind. that's the thing. See, I don't like that kind of thing. But, but we... if my dad was visiting and said, oh, you know, you should get an electric knife. Here, I'll get you an electric knife or whatever. Mm. I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, actually, hey, Jay, if you want to come to my house and bring a present, knock yourself out. There's no judgment there. It's just, over the years, you sort of accumulate so many things that you know are little life hacks or little make life a little yeah, easier. you got to find that out kind of on their own as well, too. No, no, they don't. Well, I mean, you share I'm some not, stuff, but not, I think yeah. it's in the way that you deliver it as well, too. And I, and I think it also depends on the relationship that you have with your parents. I don't, because I don't if you show found up with your, a sack of if you found your, if you found your parents naggy to start with right. or overbearing to start with, and then they show up into your home, <laughs> yeah, it might, and then start critiquing. The paint oh, job yeah, or the floor no, no, or whatever like it is that, like no. that. Or, oh, my gosh, that table's getting really old. Have you ever thought of getting a new one? Like, you know what? Zip it. Zip it. See, I I, I can't agree with you. Mm. So, I, I think, think there's a reason why the youngest has moved out in September and we haven't been invited to his house yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I have no... I, listen, I don't... Nobody likes to be criticized, right? So I'm not talking about, you know, what you're talking about. Like that sort of mother-in-law criticism, you know, where they ask oh, you... Oh, no, wife, no. This is, like, direct. Yeah. Um... But no, my my parents have both given me like little tips or or give me a little gift I wasn't expecting. Yeah. I mean, nothing expensive where they just go, you mm-hmm. know what? Like, mm-hmm. you really need this to, set a to do a roast yeah, properly, or, you know? And you go, oh, okay, great. Especially when you're starting out and you you, you don't necessarily have the money yes. for those little appliances. It's or when you're 47 years old. I feel like there's a story there somewhere. I feel like there's a personal experience that you keep relating to but don't want to share because you think they might be listening, but okay. Nope, nope. 327, Eileen has headlines coming up on the other side. We're going to head out to Spruce Grove, a a beautiful story unfolding out there. All the details coming up. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.